At Cool Air Products, we developed AC Smart Seal Quick Shot with professionals in mind. It's the only product on the market that's three in one with sealant, lubricant, and UV dye all in a single application. It's non-toxic, non-flammable, 100% safe to the touch, eco-friendly, and compatible with all refrigerants. It's a safe solution option, backed by years of R&D, Intertech tested, and has sealed millions of leaks. AC Smart Seal, the professional's choice. All right, guys, welcome back. So listen, the Big Macs and the, the Whoppers, they're not doing us any favors. They're not doing anything for us except filling our bellies in sort of the wrong way. So I have Andrew Jacks on the podcast. He comes from all the way from Australia down under, right? And we're going to talk about some health stuff. He reached out to me on LinkedIn and I'm like, hey, Andrew, do you want to do a podcast with me? Because I think our industry needs need this. We drive around, call to call, install to install, and these drive-throughs are very, very convenient, but they're very, very bad for us. So we talked to Andrew about how we can get in the right mindset, how we can sleep better, maybe how we can eat better, how we can put better fluids into our bodies and have the right mind frame going forward to keep ourselves healthy and fit in the HVAC and refrigeration trade. This is coming up right now. This is the HVAC Know-It-All podcast. I'm your host, Gary McCready. This podcast is sponsored by Master, and they do a ton of training at their Vaughn Distribution Center. They've got residential training, they've got heat pumps, they've got hydronics, and in the hydronics lab, they've also got a little corner with refrigeration stuff too. So if you're looking for some training, reach out to your local rep and get trained up on some stuff. Check out master.ca. This podcast is sponsored by Cintas, and winter, unfortunately, is going to be here very soon in Canada and the northern U.S. states. If you guys are looking to gear up for winter, and you want to get your uniforms right, check out Cintas.com forward slash HVAC Know-It-All. Welcome to the HVAC Know-It-All podcast. Recorded from a basement somewhere in Toronto, Canada. Your host and HVAC tech, Gary McCready, will take you on a deep dive into the industry discussing all things HVAC. From storytelling to technical discussion. Enjoy the show. Andrew, it's great to have you, man. Uh, all the way from Australia. It's not, I don't think we've had a guest from Australia yet. And I mean, you're up pretty late and I, and I want to thank you for taking the time to get with us tonight. Tonight for you, it's the morning for me. <laughs> Correct. Yep. A privilege to be here and um, yeah, uh, honored to be the first Aussie on your show. It's it's funny because my I actually am, if I look at the podcast sort of uh, analytics, the there's a lot of there's a lot of people in my industry in Australia and and the following on the podcast from Australia is actually growing so um it's it's good to have you on so listen we talked uh last week and we have a bit of um I would say an epidemic in this industry where we have technicians that are busy uh they got a busy life they have a busy uh, work life and some of us are getting out of shape. We're going through drive-throughs. We're not taking time to eat properly. Uh, we're not taking time to exercise properly. And we're not being the best sort of technicians we can be from a health standpoint. So this conversation with you is to talk about ways we can possibly change that for ourselves. You know what I mean? So I, I want to give you the floor. Just give me, give me your... Let's start off with this. Why do you think people in a busy trade 
are not taking time to, to look after their bodies? I'll pose you with that question first. Mm. Yeah, thanks for that. Um, yeah, so most of, the, most of the men that I deal with are busy um, and who, who isn't busy these days? Um, and so what happens is people get caught up with work life, with the busyness and they forget about eating and their nutrition and they make the wrong choices and they neglect their health and our bodies are actually very resilient beings, right? Um, we can get away with a lot of um, wrong choices with foods and, and neglecting our health for a long period of time, like any 20, 30 years. It will eventually catch up to you because I speak to men in their 20s. I speak to men in their 30s, 40s, and up to their 50s. And what I tend to see is in the latter stages of that of the 50s and sometimes 40s, that's when the issues start to arise. That's where the symptoms start to come yeah. in play. So if you can, if you mm -hmm. can get, get a handle of it earlier on, knowing, being more aware of the choices you're making, then that's the best place you can put yourself into. And, and so with the busyness and everything, like I said, you ne neglect the choices that you make. You may not be aware, you may not be educated enough to make the right choices, and you just keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, and it's, it's interesting to me because what you said is 100% true because I remember being 20 and eating whatever I want, you know, go, going out to the, the bars and stuff and, and drinking with friends and, and then it wouldn't really affect my, my body. And, and I would just, I, I was big into the gym in my late teens and early twenties. So it wasn't really affecting me. And as I had kids and got busy with work and stuff like that, and, and I moved away from the gym a little bit and now I'm in my, my early to mid forties and, and I can see what poor choices do to my body over even two weeks, even a week. Like I was on, if I go on holiday for a week and, and it's breakfast, lunch, dinner, a few drinks, breakfast, lunch, dinner, a few drinks, and you're just constantly eating and drinking, I can come back from holiday and, and have like six, seven pounds packed yeah. on in a week. Right. And then when I go back to work and I get back to my routines, cause I try to do a little bit of intermittent fasting. And I'd like to ask you about that at, at some point, but, um, just trying to drink water, intermittent fast. I'm within a week a week and a half, I'm back down to, to the weight I was. It, it just kind of sheds itself off because I'm I'm moving a lot during during my day and in, in, in work week. So, what is it about the 40s and the 50s that our bodies start to to see these symptoms a lot more? Is it because our metabolism is not as once was it was when we were 20? Like, what is it? Mm. So, there's two parts to that. The first part is your metabolism starts to to reduce and slow down as you age. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. So that means that if the lower your metabolism is, the less fat and calories that you burn, which means the more fat you will store if you keep eating the same way, right? Mm -hmm. The second part yeah. to that question is, um, from what I mentioned before, is if you keep making the wrong choices, such as having a diet high in saturated fats, um, you know, not getting enough exercise, um, eating too much, getting overweight, that's all going to accumulate, right? And the body won't tolerate that anymore and then it'll start to show symptoms. And what symptoms are, it's, it's our body telling us, it's, it's talking to us to say, stop what you're doing and fix it. Yeah. No, uh, yeah, 100% because like you said, our bodies are resilient and they're going to tell us, tell us things about what we're doing. Um, and there's cues and stuff we need to look for, weight gain, 
um, low energy, all, all that kind of stuff that, that, that I can see in myself when I start going down a path, like from being on vacation or, or, I mean, you, you just kind of hit those for, for me anyway, I'll, I'll go through a spurt where I'm super healthy going to the gym and eating is what I can. And then the first Big Mac I have, <laughs> it just sends, sends you on a spiral in the other direction. So I try to maintain with, with balancing through the year. I, I, I have to say, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm going to be honest and, and I'm not a hundred percent focused on my health at all times. Um, I think I want to be, and this is one of the conversations I want to have with you is, is how we can get into that mindset. So like for, for the ones that let's start with the ones that are in the position where they're, they're getting these cues and their body is starting to gain weight. They're starting to get reduced energy and they're sluggish and all that kind of stuff. Where can we start? small choices because we can't just turn this around in one day we can't just do a full 180 what are some simple small choices we can start with just to kind of gradually build this um, direction change up mm. well i've got to say the, the first and foremost thing that we need to be doing and this is the same thing the first step that i take with my clients is um is this our mind we need to get yeah. our mindset right okay because mm-hmm. if we don't get that right, we're not going to be consistent and we're not going to have the motivation to take action and to continue to take action. Because when we're faced with challenges, right, we're just going to give up. So if we can get a rock-solid mind, which means setting goals, okay, both short-term and long-term goals, so we've got something to work towards, right? Yeah. And then the second thing is establishing your why why you want to achieve those goals. And it can't be superficial. It has to be quite deep, motivating, driving forces in order for you to take that action and want to keep doing it. Because when the going gets tough, you're going to push through it. So to give you an yep. example, most, most of the three biggest reasons that people come to me for help is energy levels. They're starting to feel lethargic. They're not feeling as physically active as they want to be. Okay, and they want to do something about it. So, whether it be if they're a father and they want they can't have they don't have the energy to play with their kids when they get home from work, that that could be a motivating factor. Or it could be they're not happy with the way they look. They feel like crap. They look. They feel like they look like crap. They don't like looking at themselves in the mirror. And so that's something that might be a driving force. Or it could be a health issue that they might be facing. Those are very important factors that would motivate you to take action. Yeah. And, and okay. let me, you, you said looking at in the mirror and, and not liking what they see. Now that's going to lower your confidence in, in, in many different factors. And do you see with your clients that that actually affects their relationships with their, with their spouse or their, their significant other? Yeah. So everyone's different, but yeah, they, they're a bit conscious of how their, their partner would view them. Um, how their kids view them. So if they want to go to the beach or the swimming pool, they're too afraid to take their shirt off. Um, Or even even their their work colleagues, their clients, they're a bit ashamed. And so if they're able to get to their healthy weight, they're going to have that confidence, you know, that's going to help improve their life and the quality of life. Perfect. Okay, so... Getting the mindset right. I mean, that, that's I, I hundred percent agree with it because if your mind is not in the place, you're not going to get there. It's like anything. If if you want to quit smoking, if you if you don't want to actually quit, your mind's not there. You're not going to do it. 
so what are some, once you get your mind right, and once you, you establish your goals and you're hungry to, to become a better person, a better healthy person, what are some choices we can start with to start us on that right path? Mm. Yeah, so um, what I mainly focus on before anything else, after mindset, is, is our default setting. It's the things that we're already doing. And that's okay. our habits. Okay. We're already mm -hmm. eating. By default, we already eat. By default, yep. we already drink. And by default, we go to sleep. Okay. So if we can work on those three things, plus a few other things that we already do, if we can work on those things and optimize those things, um, that's the first step we should take because that's the easiest thing to do. So we adjust our eating habits with our right food choices, eliminating any bad fats that we're having, um, making sure our portion control is correct, um, as well as making sure we're hydrated enough, not drinking too much alcohol. Um, and then things like uh, making sure we're get, getting enough sleep. And then if we can, plan and prepare our meals as well. Yeah. And getting enough sleep is... Uh... Is, is a huge one because getting enough sleep can throw everything off. Right. Um, and part of, I read a study about looking at a cell phone, uh, before you try to go to bed, it's not, not good for you at all because the light that admits it tricks your brain into thinking that it's actually daytime and it's not time to go to sleep. So how do cell phones and laptops and, and all that kind of stuff contribute to, as far as your understanding contribute to like a lack of sleep? Yeah, so for some people that do struggle with sleeping, um, getting fully asleep, um, and there are some that don't, but for those that do, I would recommend staying away from those devices and at one hour beforehand before you go to sleep. Mm -hmm. um, if you don't want to do that, the other option is um, putting it into a, like a night mode. Um, so the illumination of the screen will change modes so that it doesn't really affect your sleep as much. Um, so that's what I recommend regarding that. But it also affects your quality of sleep as well. So the first part of your sleep can be affected if you are being stimulated by video games or, or suspenseful movies, horror movies, or um, just getting excited playing, um, watching things on, on your screens. Okay, cool. So, I mean, so our defaults, sleeping, yeah, that's, that's a, that's a massive one. So getting the proper amount of sleep. So we wake up feeling energized in the morning. Um, that is something, and I'm going to be honest with you. That is something that I struggle with because according to my wife, I snore like a bear mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and it wakes, it wakes me up too. Right. And I've actually gone out and, and inquired about a sleep study just to, just to figure out, um, how I can sleep better. And if I need like one of those sleep apnea machines or whatever, I don't believe I have sleep apnea, but I do snore and it keeps my wife up and she's always nudging me that wakes me up. So there, there's a pattern there. Right. And mm -hmm. I think a lot of men are, are within that pattern. Um, so yeah, sleep is super important, but I, I do want to talk about what technicians can do for our other defaults. We're already drinking. We're already eating. As you said, if to avoid a drive-through, to avoid um, not eating at all and fueling our bodies. Like what are some things that we can take for our lunch, pack for our lunch that are going to be good um, sources of fuel for our body that are not going to 
leave us feeling sluggish or or are too fatty like you said saturated fats maybe take us down that path because i think that's what a lot of people are going to want to hear what can i eat what should i drink um to keep healthy during my day and, and to lose weight if i'm overweight and all that kind of stuff hmm. so there's two options with what you can take during the day like for lunch let's, let's just say and i know a lot of people skip breakfast and it's, it's not good as well. We can talk about that. Mm-hmm. But in terms of like meals that you take with you, well, you can either take takeaway. There are some healthy takeaway choices out there. Um, I'm sure you guys have Subway over there. Um, so Yep, we got having, Subway, yeah. Yeah, so having something like a Subway wrap because the wrap is less carb, carbs than a full roll, um, like a six-foot, is it not six-foot, six-inch sub um, wrap with some lean protein in there. And some salad, that's a good option. Um, another option is, this is something very simple, is most people have home-cooked meals um, for dinner, right? So why not mm-hmm. just make excess of that meal and just put it into a container, the leftovers, and take it with you the next day to work? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it'll save money too, right? Yeah. Uh, I know some of you might not have access to, to heat it up, but... Just go into a, a service station and use their microwave. Yeah, I mean that that is an option uh, for sure. And the things that we're making at home, obviously, we want them to be um, filled with vegetables, lean meats. Like, there, there's so many different diet choices out there. There's people that are just just that they're basically religiously meat eaters, meat eaters only. There's people that are all plant based. There's people that believe in a balanced diet between everything, right? Uh, what What is your recommendation on diet as far as what we should be eating? Balanced, meat, plant-based? So what, what I believe in is what I've been applying myself for over 20 years. Um, and it's enabled me to maintain a healthy weight quite quite easily. And it's, it's what I've learned from having, you know, from my university days, I've done a Bachelor of Applied Science in Human Movement. So um, I've applied the stuff, the basic nutritional principles from early days up until now, and it's worked for me. And it was almost pre-internet days as well. I'm talking like early 90s. So I've seen all, yeah. all the different diets come in, the keto, the intermittent fasting, all that sort of thing come through. And I'm not saying those things don't work, but a lot of those diets aren't sustainable. And I get so many men come to me, they're overwhelmed with all the different information out there on the internet um, and they don't know what's right and what's wrong. And so that's why I recommend sticking to basic nutritional principles. You can have protein, you can have carbohydrates, have vegetables, have fruits. All these things are fine, okay? So I recommend you have a lean protein with each meal, okay? Because protein will, will help with your satiety. It'll help you feel fuller, okay? but it has to be mm-hmm. lean, so not, not too high in fat. Then um, having some carbohydrates, okay, is fine to have, and it depends on how active you are of how much how much carbohydrates you have. And no, you won't put on fat by having bread and pasta. There's no issues with that. I have bread and pasta and rice, so there's no issues there as long as you're not having a whole loaf of bread, yeah? Um, and then adding some vegetables to your meals as well will add that volume, uh, but low calorie top volume. Some promo codes we bring up on the podcast once in a while. True Tech Tools save eight percent on your purchases at True Tech Tools with promo code Know It All. 
emotorsdirect.ca. Motors and motor accessories save 8% on those purchases using code HVAC know it all. That's emotorsdirect.ca. If you guys are having trouble finding candidates to walk into your business from the from any level, helper, apprentice, skilled technician, dispatcher, and you're having trouble finding the right people, check out wisehire.com. You can create a quick ad in a couple minutes, and they have experts on the back end that help to optimize those ads as well. Check out wisehire.com. So this is how Chirp works. Let's say you put in a UV system for a customer, like an Apco X, for example, and the bulb needs to be changed in like three years. So you can set up a campaign that says, hey, Mr. Or Mrs. Customer, three years down the road, it's time to change your bulb on your Apco X, on your UV system. Let's schedule an appointment to get that done because most likely you're going to forget, they're going to forget and you might not have repeat business. So you can do this across the board with all your customers for different types of campaigns and you can set it up automated text message, email, and ringless voicemail. Let's move on to the breakfast thing because I find that interesting because there's, there's uh, theories out there uh, about skipping breakfast at times if you're doing the intermittent fast and there's people out there that say you should not avoid eating breakfast. You should always eat it. What is your thought process on that? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I have no issue with intermittent fasting and it works for a lot of people and they love it. But there are some people that can't sustain it because they can't sustain the massive period of not eating. Okay. The thing I don't like about it, and this occurs to some people, is that once you have that feeding period, whether it be six hours, eight hours, whatever it is, some people can't control their level of hunger. Okay. So they get, they get so, they're so hungry during that feeding, feeding period, they don't control how much they eat. And they eat as much as they can until they almost feel sick, right? Because they know they've got a limited time to yeah. eat. So if you don't have the level of discipline or control during that feeding period, it, it's almost like there's no point in doing it because you probably go over your calories. So if that's you, I wouldn't recommend it for you. If you can be disciplined and control yourself during that feeding period and you are seeing results and you can't sustain it for the long term, great, keep doing it. You just have to remember this. If you can't keep doing intermittent fasting for the rest of your life, what happens when you stop? Which way are you going to go? You're going to go back to your old ways? If so, did your old ways cause you to put on that weight to make unhealthy choices? that's the case mm-hmm. you have to consider that right now the other thing yeah, is for for sure with breakfast okay with skipping breakfast and i know a lot of tradesmen in here in australia skip breakfast they wake up they go straight to their job job site um, they get stuck into work and then by the time it comes morning i don't know what you call it we call it morning tea here or morning snack um, they start making the wrong choices. They'll go out and buy a meat pie or a, I don't know if you guys have sausage rolls, all this type of junk food. They have energy drinks. Um, and so the wrong choices. And the same with lunch, okay? And they just eat too much. And then what happens at dinner time as well is because there's, there's a massive deficit from the morning meal, they haven't had their breakfast, 
they end up coming home so hungry that they just eat too much. Okay. So if, yeah. if, if we can have a breakfast in the morning and how long does breakfast really take to eat? Really? You could get it done in 10 minutes. Get up, mm-hmm. get up 10 minutes early, make the effort, have breakfast. It's going to give you fuel for the start of your day. It's going to give you energy. Okay. It's going to prevent you from being hungry for lunch or dinner. And it's going to prevent you from overeating during those meals. And it's going to stabilize your appetite throughout the whole day. It's going to really balance your appetite. So rather than being this massive vacuum of, of your appetite, it goes from high, low to high at the end of the day. You don't want to be eating too much at night either because then you end up going to sleep with a full belly and that's where, where you put a lot of the weight on. Yeah. So let me ask, this is something that I'll implement once in a while is I'll go out and I'll, I'll buy a box of low sugar, high protein protein bars, right? Because if I'm on the go and they're in my van or in my truck, I can reach to one of those. So I'm not hitting a McDonald's. I'm not, it, it prevents me from doing that. If, if I just throw a couple of protein bars and like some grapes or something in, in a container and it's right beside me in the van, it, it holds off my hunger if I'm that hungry until I get home. Right. So what do you think about potentially like the, s- some protein bars? Not all protein bars are, are good. I know that cause I've done a little bit of research on them, but what do you think about a protein bar for on the go type stuff? I, I have no, no issue with protein bars. I have them myself. Um, the thing is you should be able to, I guess, plan, plan your meals a bit better in order to avoid having the protein bars. As a worst case scenario, protein bars are fine to have um, to tie over into your next meal, but nothing will ever replace a proper meal okay, in terms of satiety and nutrition. So if you can try and factor yeah. in a proper meal um, and then have protein shakes or protein bars in between those meals to get you by, that's fine. But you still want to try and as best as you can to try and have a proper meal um, and then that way you're having the, the right nutrition throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's talk about um, fluids then because it's, if, if you talk to some, some trainers and, and some people in the, in the, the, the health nutritional sort of world, they'll tell you water. If, if you're trying to shed fat, if you're trying to stay hydrated, water only, um, it seems to be sort of what a lot of them like to say. And there's actually a funny video I seen on TikTok. It was Ronaldo. He was sitting at a press conference and they put two bottles of Coca-Cola in front of him and he pushed them aside and said, agua. And he got a bottle of water. And apparently that in the comments, the, the, the Coca-Cola stock um, went down <laughs> that day because, because of it. I don't know if that was, I don't know if that was the case or not, but um, I, I know for me, uh, if I'm really dehydrated, I'll, I'll, I'll go to war. I'll try to maybe grab a Gatorade or something. And I know it's not the, the healthiest choice in the world. Yes. I drink a lot of water. I try to do that on a regular basis. I'll drink easily eight to 10 cups of water a day at minimum. Um, I, I do like coconut water cause I find it's almost like a natural Gatorade. It has some, some, uh, I guess some of, I guess, what, what do you, what do you call it? The, the electrolytes that Gatorade would have. So as far as fluids go, what, what do you recommend? Staying hydrated. Water. <laughs> H2O is the only thing that you need. Yeah. Um, if you stay hydrated, yeah. 
throughout the day. You don't need any of these electrolytes um, unless you're an like an athlete that's that's um, working out or playing a sport in you know in a high intensity level of I guess activity in in in, in hot conditions. You don't really need it. So what I recommend is get hydrated first thing in the morning because if you think about it, you're not drinking any water for anywhere you know, up to eight hours at a time when you're sleeping. So the first thing you need to do in the morning is, is, is start guzzling a ton of water, okay? Because it's a lot easier to take on an mm-hmm. empty stomach. Um, so that's the first thing I do. I'll, I'll have, you know, I'm going to talk liters here, sorry, half a liter um, in the, yeah, in no the morning. Problem. And that's going to help me get a head start of to my hydration. Um, and then just throughout the day, just constantly, look, I've got a water bottle here right next to me. Um, always keep a water bottle with you and just keep hydrated. Don't allow yourself to get thirsty. Because what can happen is you can confuse thirst with hunger, right? So if you're thirsty, mentally you might think you're hungry and you might reach for a snack or something to eat, but really all you need is water. So in order to avoid that confusion, stay hydrated and you'll eliminate that completely. Okay, cool. Um, now, I, I'd like to ask you about what you do. I, I mean, your your business is called um, Six Pack Dad. I was going to say HVAC Dad because I'm so used to saying that. But it's Six Pack Dad, right? Like, what what is the the focus? Like, you you said you have clients. So, do you take people aside um, physically and also virtually and sort of train them? Uh, eating habits, exercise habits. Like, how, how does your business work? Because I'd like to know. Because if there's anybody on here listening that wants to get better physically, mentally, and all that for the betterment of themselves, to working life, family life, um, how would they go about sort of? So, so tell tell us about what Six Pack Dad is, and we'll talk about mm. that afterwards. What, what yeah, is it? Sure. So it's purely online. So it's a six week online habit transformation program. It is designed for, for dads, um, but it can be done by men. I have men from early 20s all the way up to 60-year-old. Year um, and the reason why I designed the program is because I'm a father of three children myself. And because I've been able to maintain my shape and my weight since my teenage days, and I won an Australian bodybuilding title in 2004. Um, I still do a bit of body oh, wow, cool. bodybuilding now. And people have seen me stay in good shape for all these years, even though I've, my life circumstances have changed. I've gotten married, I've had kids, you know, started this business and, and been flat out doing a whole, a whole heap of things. And I'm like, how do you do it, Andrew? So because I get, kept getting asked for it, I thought there must be a demand for it. I want to help these guys. I have a passion for helping men. And dads. So I thought, why don't I just package what I do myself and what I've learned over all these years, 20 years, package it together into six weeks and share it with the world. And whoever wants wants to know more about it and wants wants to transform their lives and follow the same principles that I do, then I'm here to help you. And so it gets done in six weeks. You actually don't need exercise. I don't actually um, prescribe any exercise in the six weeks because I want to focus on the foundation, which is your default setting, which is your habits. So we go through that. It includes accountability, has support, one-on-one access to me, 
get access to my app, all those sorts of things, and they get great results. And then after the six weeks, if you want to want me to help you with exercise, then we look at customized workouts and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And what I've noticed through the years is that people that work with a trainer in groups or one-on-one, the results are are well noticeable for versus somebody that's just doing it on their own nonchalantly just going to the gym or nonchalantly um eating when when they work with somebody and the plan is put in place in front of them that trainer that person whoever it is someone like yourself is going to hold that person accountable right it's almost like it's almost like your boss in a way your your boss of health and if they don't do what they're supposed to do, they're, they're afraid that they're going to get in trouble by their trainer. So they're more accountable. They're more focused and they stay on track a little bit better when people work. That, this is just what I've noticed through the years, going to the gyms and stuff like that. And it depends who you are, right? Some people like to do this themselves if you're well, highly motivated, but some people that are not so motivated, need a little bit of help, need, need that bump, um, usually work with a trainer. So, I mean, from, from what you've seen through the years, do the results get better using a trainer versus someone that, that doesn't, just in general? Yeah, everyone's different. Um, if you are overweight, I'm sorry to say, it's probably because of a lack of discipline and a lack of motivation. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. the only way, if you're getting your in your own way because of that, then you need someone to hold you accountable. And unfortunately, most men are so too proud um, to put their hand up for help. It's the way way they're built, unfortunately. Um, And well, they think they can do it on their own. And I know a lot of men, they try for years and years and years and they go up and down with their weight. And all they need to do is say, I need help. And they seek help. They get the help by an expert that's already been there, done that. And then they'll get results a lot faster. So yes, having having someone hold them accountable is definitely the fastest way to success. Perfect. Okay, so since your program is online, it makes it accessible to... That's what technology... Technology can be bad, it can be good. But for the good, um, it can be really good. And it, it shrinks the world a little bit and it gives us access to more things that we wouldn't have access to otherwise. So, I mean, how would somebody reach out to you if they're interested in, in starting with a program like you have to offer? Mm. Yeah. So the process that that goes is look, I'd have to have a conversation with them first to make sure that I can help them and that the program would suit them. So I don't just take on anybody and they need to be serious and committed Yeah, because I take on the clients myself for that personal experience and personal touch and to make sure they get the best results. So they can go to ditchthedadfat.com um, and then th- that's my main website, ditchthedadfat.com. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll ask for your email yeah. address and then it will take you to a video where they can see a little bit more about the program, see some testimonials, find out a little bit more about me and then they can book a call with me um, and then we have a chat during that call, talk about the goals, seeing where they want to go, seeing whether I can help them or not. And then they can make the call, make the decision on the call, whether they want, want to work with me or not. If not, that's all good. At least hopefully we'll get some value out of it. Or you can reach me 
via most social media platforms and just send me a DM. Perfect. Okay, cool. So I, I think we've we've tackled some things here. I mean, th this this is a rabbit hole we could go down for for mm. forever. But I mean, like you said, the the sleep thing, the food, and the 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 fluid that we're putting into our body it it all begins with that. Um, well, it begins with the mindset and mentally getting mentally strong and and knowing what your goals are, and then then we when, then we focus on that stuff. So I think even though that's very simple. A lot of men probably don't even know that that's where the, the starting point is. So the fact that we're here telling, telling them that this is where we start is a starting point for them. So hopefully everybody gets on board and, and starts to become healthier and stuff because I'd like to see that for my industry as well. So, I mean, uh, Andrew, thank you very much for your time today. I, I know you're a busy guy and it's late at night there, but I want to thank you for getting on with me today and helping educate on health. My pleasure, and um, yeah, thank you for everyone for tuning in. Hopefully, you know you decide to take action if you do need to do something about your health because it is crucial, and you know your family are depending on you as well. So, hopefully, uh, if you want help, reach out, and um, we'll have a chat. So, the main points here, guys, is the right mindset, the right diet, the right fluids, the right amount of sleep, and some exercise. It's only going to make us better professionals and better all-around people. And if you like what Andrew had to say and you feel like you need some help from someone to make these changes, I'm going to drop his website link in the podcast summary, guys, so you can take it from there. But I'm out, guys. Happy HVAC. Hope you enjoyed the show. Follow HVAC Know It All on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, LinkedIn, and anywhere else Gary feels like popping up. This has been a Two Smokes and a Coffee production.